0: Hey everyone, wanted to hop on real quick before we get into today's episode and let everyone know that the next seven day fasting lifestyle challenge registration link is live. You can go to the show notes, click the link for more details, or you can go to www.thefastingforlife.com forward slash live. Wanted to speak directly to you if you've been listening to the podcast, maybe you're new and just getting started, or maybe You've been fasting for a while and really trying to adopt that lifestyle and the scale just won't move beyond that two to four, or three to five pounds each week, or maybe you feel like you've hit that dreaded weight loss plateau, or maybe the hunger, or as my wife likes to say, the hangriness has snuck up and bit you on the backside and you just can't seem to get away from those cravings or the consistency of your fasting schedule just isn't allowing you to get back on track if you've fallen by the wayside, this seven day lifestyle challenge is exactly for you. It's coming up in the near future. Please don't miss out on this opportunity. We are super excited to be leveling up this experience and leaving that diet baggage behind, giving you the confidence and the habits to build that long term weight loss and fasting lifestyle success. Go to the show notes. You can click the link or life dot com forward slash live we will hope to see you on the inside and now to today's episode hey everyone welcome to the fasting for life podcast my name is dr scott wadier and i'm here as always with my good friend and colleague tommy welling good afternoon to you sir hey scott how are you Doing fantastic, my friend. I love that visual entrance you just gave with the arms up. I'm here. I'm in it to win it. <laughs> uh, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this, right? Nobody else gets to uh, enjoy that as much as I do. So yeah. <laughs> welcome to today's episode. We want to welcome all of you listeners in. If you are new to the podcast and you're not really sure where to start, go ahead and check out episode 100. Yes. We did a little reset at the 100 episode mark, put in the top episodes that we got feedback on, that we got questions about that really seemed to make the greatest impact. And then mm-hmm. of course, head back to the first couple of episodes, find out a little bit more about Tommy and I and our journey. UOG listeners that have been with us for a while, we are grateful for you to continuing to listen and share and uh, reach out when you have questions. If you are not in our Facebook community group, go to the show notes and join the group because it's a yeah. really cool place. It's growing, it's active, it's encouraging. And it's really cool to see that kind of organically growing with like-minded fasting for lifers. Yeah. And the last announcement is we have a challenge coming up September 7th, the next seven-day fasting lifestyle challenge. The previous challenge seemed like it was just like minutes ago, but it's been weeks (laughs) and we are gearing up. We are ramping up. If you want more information on that, go to the show notes, click the link. Thefastingforlife.com forward slash live for more dates and information. So, Tommy, today's conversation mm-hmm. I'm excited about because it's a conversation that we began inside of the group, inside of the VIP coaching experience. Mm-hmm. And it was a question submitted, and then that turned into unpacking a really cool conversation that seemed to resonate with never mind just the person who asked, but with multiple other people reaching out and saying, wow, like that really resonated, that really hit home and cleared up this disconnect between going from OMAD to OMG or from (laughs) OMAD to, oh my, what am I doing? Okay. What is going on? What is going on? And we're gonna unpack what that is, but it was OMAD, it's gonna be a cool conversation. So I'm hoping you all the listeners get something out of it. And then obviously if you have not re-engaged with the fast start guide and the one meal a day guide that we have, Mm -hmm. it also is now accompanied by a 20 to 22 minute video series that goes with it. So Mm -hmm. you can head to the Facebook group, you can get it there. We'll email it to you, get on our newsletter, go to the website, you can find it there as well. But let's go from OMAD to OMG and unpack this question that came in, okay?
1: Yeah.
0: So, let me set the stage. Okay. Last week, I only did one burn day. Okay. The one on Saturday was going to make me feel deprived by avoiding dinner with my extended family. So I made it an OMAD instead. Okay. If that was the only deviation from last week's schedule, did that keep me in the 80% rule And am I understanding the 80% target? Now, that's the first half. Okay. The second half is I find myself eating more food during my eating window than I normally would in such a short period of time. Mm. I wanna get in my healthy snacks, a solid meal. She shares her breakdown of macros, which you don't have to do that, right? Yeah. And then it flows. my window with a reasonable dessert she goes Mm -hmm. i stretch it out for an hour but i'm eating way too much am i eating too much to stay in weight loss mode i know time will tell but i certainly do not want to go backwards in my slow but steady progress okay so omad eating window calories fasting and the 80 percent rule wow (laughs) So let's start with 80% rule.
1: Yeah. So many layers right there. So 80% rule is kind of a good rule of thumb where, you know, if you're if you're not familiar with it, it can basically be summarized by most of your results. 80% of your results will come from 20% of the things that you're doing. You're doing them well. So how we use that in a fasting context is more like, okay, let's not be perfectionist, black and white, all or nothing, because if I bring my old diet mentality, which many of us get into the perfectionism from the diet mentality, but if I bring that over to fasting, that can mean that if this wasn't the quote unquote, perfect fast or if I wasn't perfectly compliant, or if I didn't eat all of the perfect foods, then I'm off. I'm off the wagon, I'm off the rails, I'm off track. And all of a sudden I find myself needing to pull myself back on track, which can be a a much more extended process, can be hard to get back on track. Whereas if I can focus on getting it right most of the time, let's say 80% of the time, rather than the perfection 100 percent of the time then i can find myself on track even when things aren't perfect and i will get most of the results that i'm looking for right
0: so let's say you're on omad let's say you're on maintenance you're on omad maintenance which is a maintenance plan for some sure and can also be a fat loss tool which we'll talk about here in a minute when with the omad to omg here in a second Okay. But if you're on maintenance and you have 30 days in a month and you are 80% ruling it, right? Then that mm-hmm. means six days out of the month, you're off and you miss the mark.
1: Six days out of the
0: month. Six okay. days. Wow. All right. So, so let's, that's 24 let's, days on. So let's zoom mm-hmm. in. So that's why we're saying if you do 80%, you shoot for 80% and you hit the 50% mark, you're still going to get results. A hundred percent perfect plan done 50% of the time does better than a 50% plan done 100% of the time. Hmm. I know we're throwing some percentages out there and a little bit of a mind <laughs> shift taking place here. Yeah. But we say 80% rule, let's zoom out. Let's look at the 80%. Now, what are the tools that fall under the 20% right, of things that you can do on a day-to-day basis that's going to get you those, those results? So fasting timer, one meal a day, clean fast versus dirty fast, having good nutrition, good nutrition in, your, yeah. in your eating window, right. working on your emotional relationship and connection with food and how you ended up 50 pounds overweight and diabetic in the first place. Sure. Yeah. So there's these simple things that you can do day to day that will allow you to shoot for that. All right, I got six days here out of the month. We want progress. We don't need the perfection. So let's shoot for the non-perfect target. And if we fall short, but we're still actively taking those steps every single day, then we're going to see a result. So we get so zoomed in on like, oh, man, 22 hour fast. I only made it to 18. Okay. Why? I was supposed to close my window, but I didn't. Why? Why? I woke up the next day starving, tired, stressed, and I said, you know what? I'm just gonna have a a feasting day. Mm. Well, why? Why did you deviate from your plan in that moment? What did that do?
1: Yeah. Right. Where did you feel like that was going to take you when you decided that, right? And it's usually a feeling. That we're going after. So, what what were you looking to actually accomplish in that moment? And then, how did it get me from OMAD was my plan to now I'm OMG, why won't the scale move? OMG, why is it so hard to stick to my next fasting timer here or make better food choices during my yeah. nutrition opportunity? Right,
0: and that's the second piece of this: differentiating between one meal a day and a nutrition window.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: So the second part of this conversation was around the fact that if you find yourself eating more during your window than you normally would in such a short period of time, then you're probably eating more than you should be in that short amount of time. Yeah. You have fear of missing out. Yeah. Right. So if this individual said, I want my healthy snacks, my 40, 40, 20 meal, my macro meal, Mm -hmm. and then I want to close with a reasonable dessert. I brought up the unreasonable dessert which is (laughs) nothing's bad, nothing's off limits, but the fact that these tiny little slivers of peanut butter pie or New York style cheesecake that get delivered by Cisco to the restaurant that I used to own and manage, eight bites of food was like 800 calories. Like the entire pie was thousands of. It's so calorically dense. So I like the word reasonable. Those
1: little slivers too, right?
0: Right, right. (laughs) You just have one sliver. Get out of here. So you can't get enough of them. I love the concept of reasonable dessert. So healthy snacks, which three meals a day plus snacks doesn't work for a lot of people, right? Especially if you've got insulin resistance, which we talk a lot about. So calories, insulin, all day long. Yeah, old model dieting Mm -hmm. model healthy snacks, good meal, solid based meal, right? And then a reasonable dessert. This does not sound like a one meal a day to me.
1: Right, right.
0: Sounds like a really good 20 hour fast with a four hour nutrition opportunity. Yeah. More of a maintenance type, cyclical Mm -hmm. type plan where, all right, you're figuring out you've lost 20 pounds, you wanna lose 25 and now you're kinda like, all right, I'm in a good place. Let me see if this is going to be my my long-term solution not one meal a day which is sitting down eating your meal and you're done which is a really good fat loss tool
1: Ooh, yeah that's an important distinction because i mean we ask a lot of people about their one meal a day plan or how they've gotten the results that they're getting or how they're maintaining their results and a lot of times we get answers that talk about an omad or a one meal a day but then the description is is much more like a window. And then you go, "Well, wait a minute. Where's the disconnect here?" And sometimes that's also where the disconnect is for why aren't my clothes fitting any different? Why don't I feel any different? Why is the scale not moving? Right? Because I'm essentially doing something very different here from what I might be thinking that I'm doing or I might be intentionally trying to do. But there's a really important distinction there. And when you turn one meal into a window, you should understand that there are ramifications for that because what I'm actually going to be bringing in, how long my insulin is spiked, how many calories I'm going to be bringing in means the results are going to be different, you know, and that's okay. It's not a bad thing, but if I'm unaware, it can make me feel like, well, maybe
0: this fasting thing just isn't for me, right? Yeah. And I love that. part of it here too is i know time will tell but i certainly do not want to go backwards in my slow but steady progress yeah so ask anyone that's on a low and slow eat less move more type low calorie restriction long-term calorie restriction plan Mm -hmm. and they would be happy with slow but steady progress sure right but with fasting no progress usually it's no progress or struggle bus progress right yeah where with fasting, the danger of it comes in and that is you can lose some weight pretty quickly. But mm-hmm. if you haven't wired in those new habits and know how to ramp out of fat loss mode, then it could just be that continuation of that OMG diet cycle, right? Oh, like, wow! what great, is happening? Yeah. How am I not getting the results? I lost the weight, but I can't keep it off. So we always wanna talk about the sustainability piece. So I love the juxtaposition in this questioning. Am I doing the 80%? Sounds like you are, but there could be a lot of slippage points, Mm -hmm. clean fasting versus dirty fasting, how's your sleep, how are your cravings, what's your body comp, what's your mood, how's your energy, are you Mm -hmm. sticking to your timer? Are you saying yes too much to opportunities during the week with grandkids and friends and family? And then comparing that to, okay, what is my weight loss, fat loss strategy? What am I doing during my window? What are the choices that I'm making And making sure that we are slow and steady progress is great as long as that's your expectation. And then what you're doing now is going to serve you in the future. Because a lot of the times the habits don't get rewired unless you get those repetitions and those failures with fasting. So Mm -hmm. we always say this fasting is easy. Fasting is simple. Excuse me. You just Mm -hmm. don't eat. You just delay the food. Yeah. You just delay your meal. Simple, right? right? Yeah, yeah, very simple. But sometimes it's not easy. And it's that interpretation of, is this behavior now serving me for the long-term? So there were so many good layers in here of like the fear of missing out and the progress over perfection and the failing mm-hmm. forward and the you know decision-making during your nutrition window when you have mm-hmm. an opportunity to fuel and nourish your body what are you doing in the margins and how does that show up in an OMAD maintenance plan versus an OMAD fat loss plan? Because an OMAD maintenance plan is what was described, but it was described as an OMAD fat loss plan. <laughs> and it's not the same. They're different. Yeah. Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, And now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use our promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He is our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is, Uh, We were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is, Uh, We had a feeling that it was something that we were missing, and the indoor air air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days, in some cases up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors, and we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money, and they have not done the results that air doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room they filter out 99.99 percent of dangerous contaminants that includes pollutants such as allergens pollen pet dander dust mite mold spores and even bacteria and viruses so i don't know what it was that was keeping them up but it is now gone so air doctor comes with a 30-day breathe easy money back guarantee so if you don't love it send it back for a refund minus shipping Head to airdoctorpro.com, use promo code fasting for life to receive up to $300 off air purifiers, an exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code FASTING4LIFE. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the Fasting for Life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in. And now back to today's episode.
1: What about the pattern or the habit of dessert even? Because that's a tricky one. Because the insulin spike and the calories I can bring in in such a short amount of time and how much I'm looking forward to the next one of those dopamine, insulin, blood sugar spikes right there, those can become so craveable and can only last a matter of maybe a few seconds to a few minutes depending on exactly what you're eating. And I mean, that can be enough to really derail your progress, if you
0: think about it, because especially if there's an imbalance there with the relationship of that food, yeah, and why you go to it. I love the idea of a reasonable dessert. Again, love the concept for long term sustainability. There's, there's a couple I follow Alex Hermozzi and his wife. They are like, huge business people, entrepreneurs, they both have incredible Instagram accounts. And I love it because they're always like, never skip dessert. (laughs) Like that's something they do. Yeah. And he is jacked. He is like right. in incredible shape. She yeah. is as well. I think she might've competed in right. like the bodybuilding fitness mm. circuit. I don't know their whole story. So if they ever hear it, apologies if I don't have it right. But I just love the fact that they're like, never skip dessert. They look like people who never have dessert, right? right. Like,
1: like if you if you just thought about it, like stereotypically, yeah. like, oh, yeah. you've never even touched Diet a Diet culture right? would be like, yeah.
0: nah, you ain't, you ain't eating that stuff. Right. And that's like right. the The breakdown of this conversation that started was like, well, yeah, what's going to work for you isn't going to work for somebody else. But it's it's that sustainability, the mindset of how you're thinking about it, how you're feeling about it. Is that habit or that food serving you? Because, again, fasting is very simple, but for some, it's not easy to see the result that they expect, the timeline that they expect. So, again, that slow but steady progress is fantastic as long as the things that you're doing to get that result are sustainable for you.
1: Wow, yeah. You know, that's a tough one. Do you ever remember hearing the advice that, hey, maybe if exactly what you're doing right now is not working, maybe you should switch it up just a little bit, like like she said right there, close it with a reasonable dessert. Like, that can be tough to actually set your next fasting timer off the tail end of some dessert. Some, like, some I- indulgence, yeah. I've never had a bite of dessert and not wanted another bite of dessert, you know? So like setting my next fasting timer is almost the opposite of what I'm feeling in that moment after having some dessert. So if this is a pattern for you and you're having a tough time, why don't you try putting that dessert, if you have to have it, try it at the beginning of your meal and then have something less indulgent and less exciting at the very end. And you go, yeah, you know what, maybe I I may as well just set my next fasting timer. Cause you know, I'm kind of done with, with eating right now. Anyway,
0: <laughs> I love that concept. And this is a conversation we have with our kids all the time. It's like, they just ate breakfast and my daughter's like, daddy, can I have dessert? And I'm like, 11 yeah. o'clock in the morning. And then I'm thinking, sure. Like, right. it's like a homemade popsicle. It's like with strawberry puree and lemon juice. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. that construct of like, finish your plate before you can have dessert.
1: Yeah. Then you have dessert. Now then you, have you have more food, right? No.
0: <laughs> like, so we're teaching them and yeah. trying to encourage them that even in their thoughts and their terminology around food, because a lot of our food stuff comes from, or our dysfunction around it comes from very early on. And so sure. many people that we've talked about and what we've heard about and our journey of, you know, being Husky and being, you know, the big guy, yep. you know, and the nicknames and all the stuff that comes with right. it. And the coach that, said something to you at an early age as yeah. a female gymnast that stuck with you through the rest mm. of your life We're being very intentional with how we frame the healthy relationship with food with our kids. And it's always like, let's let your tummy talk to your brain. Mm. Are you full or do you just not like dinner?
1: Right, yeah, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> if you're just scheming to get to the dessert, right? And we, we make a lot yeah. of our stuff at home. And yeah. my wife's gluten-free, dairy-free and all that. She's nursing and whatnot. So we're not talking the Cisco Reese's pie that sure. gets shipped to the restaurant. We're talking like yeah, homemade, real, natural, yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. So just that mindset shift of, well, yeah, close with a reasonable dessert. Well, why is that serving you? So I love that idea of never skip dessert, stolen, borrowed from the Hermoses, and then <laughs> flipped on its head and putting in a new pattern or a new behavior. I love that concept. I love that idea. So as we wrap up today, the OMAD to OMG, if you're listening and you're sitting there going, all right, I get it. I hear the message. I know what you're saying, but it looks different for me. Insert X, Y, or Z reason. That's why we want you to come to the Facebook group, ask your questions, engage with other like-minded people that have been long-term podcast listeners that are there looking for support and advice. And if you're looking for some really one-on-one dive-in customization, then you're going to want to head to the show notes and consider joining us for the next seven-day challenge because we do go live every single day. These are the type of conversations we have. We're dialing in your specific situation, and really we want your aha to be that fasting is the long-term sustainable vehicle for me to get the health and the weight and the confidence and the feeling Mm -hmm. and the relationships and the life and the prevention of disease and the better blood work and the insert X, Y, or Z reason here. We want fasting to be that vehicle for you and we'll help you navigate that along the way. So uh, Tom, any final thoughts for today's episode as we kind of wrap up the OMAD to OMG conversation, which I mean, even now I wanna go back and like replay this in the group because the conversation continues to evolve.
1: Yeah, because it it really is about those individual nuances that come up like, you know, during the challenge and during those different conversations that we have. So absolutely, I think that everyone can find some points to relate to and just, just looking at it big picture, you go, yeah, you know what, maybe I just need a couple of the right little tweaks here or a slight mindset shift so that I can look at it from a little different angle and then I can start applying that 80, 20%, getting most of it right most of the time and start really moving the needle. So I just love it and uh, I'm excited for for everyone to you know kind of take their fasting to the next level based on some yep. of the things that, that we hit on in this conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. All right.
0: So you know what to do. Set those timers. Happy fasting. We'll see you inside of the group. We'll see you inside of the challenge, Tommy, as always. Cool. Thank you for the conversation today. Thank you for listening. Drop us a review. Reach out if you've got questions. And Tommy, as always, we will talk soon. Cool. Thanks. See you. Bye.
1: So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter, where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to
0: maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five star review and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.